Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Thank you for tuning in on Spotify. Thank you for tuning in on Google Play. Thank you for tuning in on the Apple Podcast app. Thank you for following the show on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. My latest work, Exodus 2035. It is available on amazon.com i know the last few weeks i've been yelling and screaming it's only going to be a digital book it's only going to be available on amazon kindle we'll do the popular demand it is not only just available on the amazon kindle and amazon kindle app it is also available in hard copy form so if you're old school and you like a regular old hard copy book to curl up with it is available in hard copy form only on amazon.com Calm. Thanks everybody for the positive feedback. Thanks everybody for tuning in, for sharing the show, for hitting the like button, for commenting. The response has been great. The audience has been growing. Let's keep that momentum going. Let's go right to the rainforest, guys. We turn to another global crisis, the Amazon rainforest still ablaze with fires raging. And now another concern, those fires from the lungs of the earth, as it's called, is causing problems in the lungs of the Brazilian people. Respiratory issues from lingering smoke from over 80,000 fires this year. So Matt Gutman is on the ground in Campo Grande, Brazil with more. Matt. Hey, Kimberly, it rained a little bit overnight here, and it kind of dampened the fires in this area uh, along the Bolivian-Brazilian border. But still, it's going to take a lot more rain. You can see how dry it is around us here. Um, And the rainy season is still a couple of months away. That's the only thing, not firefighters, not tankers, that is going to be able to put out these tens of thousands of fires burning in Brazil right now. Now, one of the things that has been so frustrating to people who care about the Amazon and the Pantanal and all these incredibly important natural preserves in this country and in Bolivia and Peru and and Ecuador um, is the bickering between President Bolsonaro of Brazil and European leaders. Uh, Bolsonaro lashing out at Europe after a pledge $22 million uh, to help in the firefight, saying that he didn't like the way that the money was being offered, accusing French President Emmanuel Macron of colonialism, by the way, the uh, money was offered. And his people saying, well, maybe that money would be better served reforesting parts of Europe. Um, That has been going back and forth. As climate scientists here in Brazil are really concerned that the continuance of these fires is going to put parts of Brazil past the tipping point, that some of these areas that have been forest for millennia and millennia will permanently change into savanna because the dry season will last longer, it will be hotter and drier. Consequently, it'll literally change the weather patterns in parts of Brazil. That is a massive concern for folks here. And something else that people are now starting to worry about is that the is the air they're breathing. Um, we were in this area called Curumba, right along the Bolivian-Brazilian border. Uh, we saw these massive fires, complexes of fires. Hard to tell if it was uh, one massive fire or hundreds of fires, sending up plumes of smoke thousands and thousands of feet in the air. All right, the Amazon rainforest still on fire. For those, guy, for those of you who do not know, the Amazon rainforest produces 20% of the earth's oxygen 
it's been on fire for a little more than a week now. It's, it's not just one fire. It's literally tens of thousands of fires going within the rainforest that is causing massive damage down there. Now, people that study the environment for a reason, who are way more well versed than I am in these type of things, say are saying it is no way these are natural fires you know certain places where the weather is is very dry like like california they can just have um forest fires or wildfires as, as they're called uh, because of the dryness and the heat what well, they're saying down in the amazon this is not the case they are a hundred percent sure these fires were man-made now a lot of people are speculating that the government may be behind this uh, the president down there in brazil he had is very he's been a staunch advocate of cutting down a large portion of the rainforest and using that area to graze cattle uh, cattle grazing is is big business raising cattle especially in that part of the world raising cattle that generates a, a lot of money in, into the economy so a lot of people are, are speculating that he may be behind this or he gave the okay or he's empowering people down there to set fires in order to burn down part of the forest so then they can go in there and use that land to raise their cattle so that's been going on now it, it can't be confirmed or denied whether the president of brazil is directly behind it but a lot of people are looking at him and and thinking you know we know you may not have lit, lit the match but because of your they call him <laughs> the Trump of Brazil, by the way, because of your rhetoric, because of your stances, but because of your shenanigans, you have emboldened people to do things like this. And like I said, it's literally tens at tens of thousands of separate fires all going at the exact same time. That's not a coincidence that that's a planned effort. Some a group of people got together and said, we're going to set these fires at the same time and we're going to clear out a portion of the Amazon and we're going to raise this cattle on it because that's what's going to happen. Either they're going to raise cattle or they're going to end up throwing up luxury condos and, and strip malls <laughs> where, where that forest was. They're not going to just leave it undeveloped. Let's move on. Janine hero who is a so-called conservative one of these right wingers she recently released a book called radicals resistance and revenge the left's plot to remake america and she went on a radio show to promote her latest work and she ended up saying this well, they hate Donald Trump. He's the one they want to get rid of because yes, the people like you and me who put him into office, their plan and their plot to remake America is to bring in the illegals, change the, the way the voting occurs in this country, give them licenses. They get to vote maybe once, maybe twice, maybe three times. Think about it. It is a plot to remake America, to replace American citizens with illegals who will vote for the Democrats. All right. So according to Janine Pirro, Pirro, there is a conspiracy theory to replace Americans with, <laughs> with illegals who will just come in and vote for the Democrats. All right. Now, first of all, this woman is speaking in code when she says replace Americans. 
she means replace white people. Jean Sapiro isn't all the way white, by the way. She's half Lebanese, um, half Caucasian, I believe. She's a Lebanese American. She does kind of favor a white woman, but she's got a tan. Let's think about this. Number one, if you've ever voted before, you know you need two things. You need a valid ID and you have to be on the registration. All right. They check your ID against the voter registration rule. And if those two things don't add up, you can't vote. How many illegals are coming over here? Getting fake IDs register and registering to vote just so they can vote for the Democrats. The evidence shows none. There is zero evidence of illegal immigrants coming to the United States and voting at all, let alone voting for the Democrats. Number one, they can't because they're not registered voters and they're not registered voters because they're not United States citizens. Coincidentally enough, every time there has been a case of exposed voter fraud, guess who it's been? People voting for the so-called Republican Party, so-called conservatives. That's the voter fraud that's been exposed when it has been exposed. You think illegal immigrants are going to come over here just for the sole purpose of helping the Democrats steal the election? They're going to come over here and vote eight, nine, 10, 12 times. People barely vote as it is. It's over 300 million people in this country that we know of. Over 300 million. I challenge you to Google exactly how many Americans voted in the last election. She's pushing this narrative of the brown people are coming over here to replace white folks and they're in league with the Republican Party. It's nonsense, right? The only reason this clip didn't make things, well, the unprocessed knowledge podcast exclusive segment things white people say is because Janine Pirro isn't white all the way, even does she does regurgitate white supremacist talking points she's pretty much made her career on that that's basically what she does you know she's really out here hustling she doesn't believe the bs that she puts out there but she puts it out there to you know earn a fast buck talk about people voter fraud and illegal Im- immigrants are coming over here so they can help the democrats steal the election you know you know who stole you know who really stole the election george w bush remember how he became president i got a little age on me remember him and Al Gore. Remember that situation down in Florida with the dangling chads and all those votes that didn't get counted? They didn't have no problem when George W. Bush stole the election. They thought that that was a win for America as far as they were concerned. Nobody is coming over here to help the Democrats steal anything. Let's move on. All right. The thing I really wanted to get into on today's episode is the psychology of addiction. That's right, guys. I'm not a one trick pony. I don't just talk about social issues. I talk about a wide variety of things on this show. There's a lot of knowledge to be dropped, a lot of unprocessed knowledge to be to be thought over. We can't talk about just racism all the time. Hell, I get tired of talking about it myself sometimes. Sometimes I need a break. So we're going to switch things up. And get into today's main topic. 
Let's go. The world. It seems that while whatever doesn't kill you might not necessarily make you stronger, sometimes it really does. But suffering can also feed on itself. Many victims of trauma try to cope through what's colloquially called self-medicating, and some can end up with substance abuse or dependence issues. Psychologists define addiction or dependence as compulsive, excessive, and difficult to control substance use, or other initially pleasurable behavior that begins to interfere with ordinary life, work, health, or relationships. This could mean over consuming drugs or alcohol or compulsively gambling, eating, shopping, exercising, or having sex. People with addictions may not even realize that they've lost control of their behavior for some time. Addiction can refer to a physical dependence, a physiological need for a drug that reveals itself through terrible withdrawal symptoms if the use stops or reduces, or psychological dependence, the need to use that drug or complete that activity in order to relieve negative emotions. People with addiction are sometimes stigmatized as pleasure-bound hedonists who have no self-control but people often compulsively use substances or do things in reaction to stress and other psychological problems. For various reasons, they've been prevented from coping in other ways, or maybe they just never learned how. So in this way, addiction itself is often secondary to the more complicated matter of how a person deals with stress and difficult emotions, or what kind of stressful situations they've survived. Few will dispute that much of what makes addiction possible is chemistry, but people are different from their life experiences to their biological biological sensitivities. So people respond in different ways to different drugs and behaviors. Many people can drink casually or gamble once in a while without losing control. Others simply can't. All right, the psychology of addiction. I think that breakdown was very thorough. A lot of people who can't deal with stress or trauma, or let me rephrase that. A lot of people who have difficulty dealing with stress difficulty dealing with trauma they often fall into a cycle of addict of addiction as a crutch to avoid those things they survived a traumatic experience in their life they went through something and psychologically it's, it's taking a toll on them so they they fall into a a bad cycle of addiction they get into stressful situations that they 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 just can't handle, so they they lean on addiction to get them through it. I'll talk for myself. You know somebody that drinks too much. You know somebody that smokes too much. You know somebody that's always on social media. You know someone that's you know always partying. You know somebody that picks picked up a bad habit that you know picked up a bad habit they can't let go. You know somebody that's addicted to to sweets that's a dick that's always wants to go out and eat i'll speak for myself i know some people like that but we really need to get to the bottom of it nine times out of ten people who fall into the cycle of addiction they're running from something running from something that they got to deal with it could be stress a lot most of the times it's some sort of trauma that they experience that they just never learn how to deal with. So they go to drugs, they go to alcohol, they go to eating, they go to porn, they go to video games, they gamble too much. They on social media all the time. All of these are addictive behaviors. And when it really gets down to it, 
we have to deal with the things that we running from. Something traumatic happened to you in your past. I understand, but that's something you're going to have to deal with. I know it's easier said than done, but we, we need to learn how to leave the past in the past. Those drugs, that alcohol, that porn, that social media, those video games, that's not going to change what happened to you. You have to seek a licensed professional and you have to talk that thing out and work it out and get over it and move on. A lot of times, especially when it comes to marijuana, a lot of people, you see them smoking marijuana all the time. Look, here's a clue. They're addicted to marijuana. They can't stop smoking marijuana. They addicted to it. It's the same thing as cigarettes. Maybe it doesn't kill you as fast, but a lot of times these people that smoke marijuana all the time, they're trying to deal with something. Escapism. People that's always drunk. Escapism. People that's always high. Escapism. People always partying in the clubs, escapism. People always, you know, stalking Kylie Jenner on Instagram, escapism. We got to deal. We got to deal with our lives. We got to deal with our problems. Can't run from it because that just causes other problems. So not only do you have this, this stress on you that, that isn't going anywhere, this traumatic experience that's wearing you down psychologically. Now you got a drug problem. Now you got a drinking problem. Now you got a gambling problem. Now video games and porn and partying sucks up all your time. Now you're not doing anything constructive because the only time you feel good is when you're caught up in your cycle of addiction. Right. I'm not trying to badmouth nobody, but you got a lot of people out here who are under the age of. I shouldn't say a lot. I try to be accurate when I speak. You have some people out here who have weight problems, who are obese under the age of 30, pushing 300 pounds. Because the only time they feel good psychologically is when they're eating junk, when they're eating sweets, when they're eating fast food, when they're eating ice cream, when they're eating candy. That's the only time they feel good because that's their coping mechanism. Because something happened to them. It's not just the, it's stress and trauma a lot of times. So we need we, we need to deal with it. Go to a licensed professional. I am not a psychiatrist. I, I am an independent author and I do two podcasts. I am not a psychiatrist. You need professional help to help you get through this thing. I want to help you get through this thing. I wish I could help somebody. I want to help somebody. I'm not trying to clown. I'm not trying to talk down on. I'm trying to help you right now. If this is you, if you got a problem with addiction, seek help seek professional help don't be ashamed don't be scared use your insurance health insurance seek out a professional and talk through your problems even if you don't have health insurance use your social media skills i know my audience is very internet savvy i know you got the latest smartphone use your social media skills find a group join that group and participate Talk it out. Seek help. You're not going to be able to do it on your own. There's strength in numbers. These groups are around for a reason because they work. All right. Seek a sponsor. Seek a counselor. Seek a psychiatrist. Whatever you need to seek to help you deal with what you're dealing with. That's what you're going to 
have to do eventually better sooner than later because i know you sick of it i know you sick of getting drunk i know you sick of getting high i know you sick of all these random sex partners i know you sick of all this partying because once you finish doing all that your problems are still right there waiting for you because you can't run away from yourself and the issue is is you not saying you're the issue like you're the problem the issue is within you it's psychological it's mental just like the the clip the clip express dealing with stress and dealing with trauma and many people have this problem you are not alone it's not just you you're not weak you're not soft you're not a weirdo all right tens of millions of people just in this country alone have issues you just got an issue and you got to deal with it and i want to help you deal with it and the first step of help is acknowledging you got a problem so if this isn't you all right this isn't you but if you know someone who fits this description, tap them on the shoulder, have a private conversation with them, advise them to seek some counseling and to seek some help. All right. We, we lose too many people to alcoholism, to drug addiction, to sexual, to sexually transmitted diseases, to just the negative side of, of an addictive lifestyle. If it hasn't touched you personally, I'm sure it's touched your family. I'm sure it's touched some people, you know. So let's deal with it, guys. This has been another episode of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Not going to keep you guys too, too long. Try to keep the show between 20 and 30 minutes because, you know, I I do a pretty serious show. So, you know, you don't want to talk about something too serious for too long because then you you lose your audience that's a little media trick but hey once again you can catch this show on spotify on the apple podcast app on google play everybody should be following the show on instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge if you want to support the show even further my latest work Exodus 2035, my first novel, is available on Amazon.com. Now, if you guys like what you hear, hit the like button, give me some feedback, give me a repost, tell a friend. Catch you guys next time.